The purpose of this show is solely to provide information for you to make your own decisions on the subjects that are presented. Welcome to the Ben Armstrong Show, folks. China, are they ready to unleash a bioweapon on America? Is that really what is going to happen? They're, they're acting like they're ready. Folks, these are things we used to speculate. And I know you could say, well, they already did release a bioweapon on America with COVID. I understand that. But these are the things we have to speculate moving forward. And these are not something that is way out there anymore. It's it's all right in front of us that these threats are there and it's multiple threats. And we'll actually go through some multiple threats. But former CIA op officer Sam Faddis says he's terrified that this could happen soon. Um, I can understand that there's a lot of people I think that are, if they're really paying attention, this stuff could terrify you. Knowing that God is in control. I'm not terrified by it, but look, I haven't said it in a while, so maybe someone's new and stuff. They don't know. I'm, I'm fighting cancer and am, am bedridden. My voice isn't exactly the way it should be because of some of the medications. It actually makes it harder for me to have the strong voice that I normally have, so my voice might sound less than what it usually does. But God has given me some sort of bounce back to where I was losing weight really bad. Um, and of course, going downhill really bad. I have gained weight, which is good. I've been wanting <laughs> to gain weight and um, I can tell that I have in my face and stuff. And so I, I understand that. But being bedridden is no fun. And I have been that way for quite a while. At the same time, I have prayed that God would sustain me, that if we are close to the, the return of Jesus, that he would sustain me and use me as long as possible. And I would like it, if we're that close, that I get to make it to the rapture if the rapture is about to occur. And I cannot tell you if it is or isn't. Nobody knows for sure. There are signs that it's about to occur. So that's why I say, well, Lord, I do request that maybe you'll sustain me. Maybe he won't. Uh, maybe he'll give me complete healing because I I don't know what will go, go on in the future, but that's where I am. So if I, I feel weird, I don't say it all the time um, because I know there's new people all the time and they're probably like, what's up with you? When I watch your video, I can tell something's a, a little different that you're, you're, you're squashed down. Like, uh, like you're, you're laying down. Yeah. I'm bedridden. So I am laying down while I do the show. So, but for those of you who listen to the audio only, and there's lots and lots of people who do, uh, hopefully you're not affected by my bedridden status whatsoever. Well, let's get to the show though, because I, I think it's remarkable that you have a former CIA ops officer like Sam Faddis telling you that he himself is terrified about basically what he's seeing in the news and out of, out of China. 
So let's let's go to Frank Gaffney, Securing America show, and take a listen to their conversation here. Well, we ought to be terrified, right? I mean, as as I think I said during the, the webinar, my contribution yesterday, it's like, let's just lay out some baseline. There's nothing science fiction about this. This is not a Michael Crichton novel, like it's entertaining, but maybe 50 years from now it could happen. Biotech is advancing at an insane pace all over the planet, everywhere. Uh, the Chinese have never walked away from biowarfare. They've never made any secret of that. There is, in fact, evidence that they have a specific interest in trying to tailor biological agents to attack certain ethnicities. That's not like we made that up one night or just had a dream about it. They've said it out Repeatedly. loud. Um, and and, and actually had reports about you know their uh, research in this space. So it's in the open domain. Hundred percent. And look, we were we were just on the receiving end of a bio attack from China. I mean, the the COVID nineteen obviously is a bioengineered virus. They they mucked with it. There's my scientific term for the day. They mucked with it to make it more dangerous to people in one of their labs. It left the lab and it spread all over the world. And at a minimum, they lied about knowing that it was out and it was attacking the world and where it came from and what it was. Now, we can debate some other time whether they deliberately released it or it jumped the fence and then they decided to lie. But the bottom line is it doesn't matter. It came out of one of their labs. They made it. And that relatively mild disease, you know, with all respect to, to anybody that was killed by it or harmed by it, that in the scheme of things, that bad flu knocked the world economy to its knees, uh, led all kinds of countries, including ours, to attack civil liberties. It gets a lot worse than that, folks. I mean, just before we get to bioengineered stuff, smallpox kills one out of every three folks. The Black Death basically sent, you know, knocked Europe off course for at least a century, if not two. Entire cities were depopulated. And so, as you say, there's a Ebola that is, if you get it, you basically die, right? You know, the only challenge with Ebola from the sick perspective of a weapons de designer is that it kills you so rapidly and so effectively, you don't have any chance to spread it to the next person. Now, we know that the Chinese bioweapons illegal one, not the legal Chinese labs that are in America because they have legal ones. But the illegal one that was found in California had Ebola, a whole bunch of it. So clearly, they are thinking about unleashing it if they can slow it down. It, it kills so fast, it's usually not that effective of a bioweapon. But folks, the vaccine, the vaccine is what has always worried me. Like I said, it, the, to damage people's immune systems so that they don't have to have a, a virus that is released that is deadly to everybody, just a virus that is released that will harm people who have damaged immune systems. That's the scary thing. And we know, it's not my opinion, we know for a fact that the vaccines from Moderna and from Pfizer, damage your immune system. And the more you get vaccinated, the more damaged your immune system becomes.
We know that. Studies have proven it. So all I can do is tell you, don't get any more vaccines. If you're still doing good and you've gotten them in the past, don't do it anymore. Because look at the verge of World War III right in front of you. You see the dangers all around the world. Why would you even mess with that kind of stuff, especially when there's no doubt they will use bioweapons in some sort of capacity? Because China openly has said that they have taken the, the uh, coronavirus. They have taken that COVID-19 virus or whatever it is and made it 100% effective in one of their labs, 100% deadly kill rate. Do I believe they're telling 100% the truth? I don't know. I really don't. I, I Maybe. But what do they mean by 100% effective? 100% effective on people who have been vaccinated already? Or 100% it kills everybody who's come in contact whether you've ever come in contact with uh, COVID-19 in your life or not, don't know. Or are they just doing it to try to scaremonger, intimidate the United States, and they don't even have it at all? I can't tell you. But the fact that they threatened it, the fact that they put it in the news, they themselves, China did, for you to read, wanting you to know, that says a lot. We go back to Sam Faddis. It burns out. So imagine something like Ebola, where you manage to make it just take a little bit longer to kill you. So, I mean, again, this in, in the most real, horrific way imaginable, by the way. Uh, and then you bleed out. Right. So this is all real and it's all happening right now. And instead of doing something about it, we have the exact opposite where ignoring it. I mean, we, t we talked recently about the finding the lab out in California and basically the federal authorities can't be bothered to investigate what's in the freezer. That's where we are. Right. And um, one other aspect of this, Sam, that I know you've been thinking about intensively is the more you know about the target population, uh, the more you can presumably use whatever technologies you have, artificial intelligence, certainly supercomputing, and so on, to, uh, well, not only aggregate, but mine that big data. And one of the other things that we're indifferent to, evidently, is the accumulation by the Chinese Communist Party of immense amounts of data about uh, people in this country through means like well, TikTok, I guess, is one, yeah. and 23, and me is another, and yeah, possibly right. what the World Health Organization is cooking up in terms of digital IDs. Uh, how serious a problem is our indifference to that particular well, well, problem it, set? It, it, it's huge. And look, it, it's not like the Chinese are sitting on the other side of the Pacific Ocean reading a book about the United States of America. I mean, come on, we are not only linked in the ways you're talking about where people are literally sending them their they're sending them DNA samples via 23andMe, right? But huge Chinese biolabs are here operating inside the United States. I mean, forget about the one we've talked about in California that was off the books. There are giant 
completely above board bio complexes run by the China, by Chinese corporations all over the United States. So they're doing this work right here. You don't even have to infect anybody in Wuhan anymore and wait for them to get on a plane. You can release that the stuff right here on our soil. I mean, this is a real threat and we don't want to deal with it. But we have to. We have to deal with the fact that they could do it with their legal laboratories, not their illegal ones. They really could. All it takes is a loyal communist running one of those labs and has been planted there that when they get the signal to release something, they're told to do it and they do it on behalf of their loyalty to China. That's all it would take. It's, I know that's, that's really scary. Do you think that could happen? You might be wondering, what's your opinion, Ben? What do you think is going to happen? I think this is why people have to get right with God. I'm allowing you to be scared, A, because that's the reality of the world, and I don't ignore scary things. B, it should focus you on how do I escape something like this if it gets that bad? And one of the ways is, is oh, death, where is thy sting if you have a faith in God? I face death. I could be dead tomorrow. I don't know if I'm going to wake up tomorrow with, with my cancer condition. I, I have no idea. So I face it every single day, but at the same time, if I know that I can escape death through Jesus, oh, death, where is thy sting? I, I actually get a reward, but you have to repent. You have to turn away from your sins. You have to get right with God. That's what we mean. It's not just knowing that you've done bad things. You've got to turn your life away from your sinful lifestyle. Truly repent. Truly accept Jesus and believe what he says is true. And if what he says is true, then there's promises that he will take care of his church. And so I think God will rescue his church. And I think one of the escapes would be if something this horrible were to happen, I'm hoping that Jesus will rescue his church. And really, it's the punishment to people who have rejected Jesus, have to go through it. Hopefully, they accept Jesus but now they, they get punished in a way for not accepting Jesus when they should have. And it took all of this to happen. It takes World War III or something to get them to accept it. Now, look, it's better to accept Jesus during World War III in the worst case scenario possible than to never accept him at all. If you accept him, you win in the long run, no matter what you win. But it doesn't mean that you couldn't have had an easier road. And you, th you think, Ben, is it really, you think it's that important? Let me ask you, if you read the Old Testament, a lot of it is prophecy about in the end of days. This is what, if you know Bible prophecy right now, it's come to life like never before in the history of the world because it's being fulfilled. All those in the end of days stuff if you're a student of the Bible, you're seeing it come to life. And it's everywhere in the Old Testament. This is Old Testament stuff that specifically say this is old, that it's going to happen at the end of days. 
that's all coming to life right now. Why, why the importance? Why would God put so much importance then in the Old Testament and the New Testament in the latter days, constantly telling us more than any other period of time are we warned about than the time we're living in right now? We're warned about this time more than ever. Well, think about this. More people live now than ever before in the history of the world. God is speaking to more people now. There's 9 billion people on the planet right now. He's speaking to way more people now. So not only does everything start to focus towards the end of days as very important for people to know that this stuff is coming, Jesus is speaking to his broadest audience. There's more people to be saved than ever before that need to be saved than ever before. But something's going to happen very soon, I believe, to where the tribulation will eventually begin. And then you ain't going to have that population. You're not going to have it. And you're going to have to live with the choices you make right now. And it is urgent that you make the choice now and not have to be, I'll, I'll make the choice when I good and well see it happen. But a lot of people will make the choice only when they see it happen. Let me move on to uh, part two. They were discussing this and they get into some other stuff. Frank Gaffney is basically asking, what's at foot here? Take a listen. You know, what is a foot here and its implications? Well, what's afoot is that you have an administration that, much as we discuss when we talk about China, right, playing for the other team, <laughs> you're not dealing with an administration which more or less is, is acting in accordance with most U.S. administrations prior, but maybe they're doing a bad job. They're doing exactly what they intend to do, and to the extent they ever stay within the lines, it's just because they need to be a little bit careful about being too blatant all the time, but come on, these are the guys that had a special envoy uh, with Iran who is buddies with Hamas and I guess finally got so blatant in passing classified material to the Iranians that I supposedly he was pulled from that position, but nobody really still knows. I mean, the Clearances have been suspended. Yeah, that because that's what happens to you when you pass classified information. You, you to the enemy, you get suspended. No, you get led away in handcuffs and spend the rest of your your life in a concrete box. Um, not this guy. Um, the foreign press is filled with reports that our press is doing a really good job of covering up about how you know after three Americans were killed recently in an, an attack sponsored by Iran, attack on a base in Jordan. The Biden administration is still thinking deep thoughts about how they're going to respond to this, which translates into they're giving the Iranians time to get everybody out of the way. So the foreign press is talking about how Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps leaders are all getting the heck out of Dodge in Syria, in Iraq, so they can go to a safe place so we can go bomb some empty buildings. Joe can claim he did something and then they can all come back and plan more attacks to kill more American servicemen. That's how sick sick this is. We're talking about the Israelis, and of course the word genocide gets used all the time. And somehow or another, the fact that women were literally raped to death by Hamas, 
during this attack on Israel. That some of the body, I don't want to get too graphic here, but some of the bodies that were recovered were so mutilated they couldn't tell if they had been male or female. We forget how awful these people are that were part of Hamas and what they've done. Uh, It's a bad time. It's a bad time to be living right now with these threats, but they're real. And I want to give you one more so you can see that Sam Faddis, this isn't fun and games. He's, he's actually terrified about what he's seeing. Take a listen. Who on camera, albeit when he didn't know was running, uh, acknowledged basically that Joe Biden, it's an open secret inside the government, has dementia. Is, uh, is unfit in terms of his ability to perform the job. We've got 30 seconds. Tell me about why that's a national security problem of the first order. Well, we're, we're completely adrift now, right? And, and every time we get together, Frank, and talk, we talk about things that we saw in the distance that we were afraid might happen one day. Well, they're all actually happening right now. We're, we're amongst the rocks and, uh, I'm terrified every day. He's right. It's all happening right now. And it would be a terrifying thing if I didn't believe there was an escape, but I do think there is. I'll I'll throw this out there. I I truly believe that there will be a rapture of the church. And I always wonder, will the rapture, because it says like in the days of Noah or picture lot as, as, another story that the Bible specifically points to as a picture of the rapture. So either you're getting on the ark and then boom, sudden destruction happens, but God takes his church and puts it on the ark like he did with the animals or lot. There's just one righteous person, but he's not even going to leave one righteous person. And at the last second, right before the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, lot and his family are taken out so that they're not part of the destruction. Well, the rapture is said to be pictured that way. My question in my mind is, will God have the rapture be the trigger in his timing, or is he waiting for man to decide, I'm going to blow up America, and then he pulls us out because that's what they're going to do? I wonder, though, if God uses the rapture to pull us out and it freaks them out. And they think it's the signal because there would be chaos. All of a sudden they're waiting for a signal. If they're coordinated to attack and it would seem like an attack. If the rapture were to happen right away and then you would get a response. And then once one responds and then you see a missile go off and then, then they'd all respond because they're waiting for that signal. Anyways, I don't know, but here's what I do know. God's in control. So you need to get right with God. Because without God, this would be extremely scary. With God, O death, where is thy sting? Where do you want to be? Mentally, at least. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father except through him. I told you that because I love you guys. Time is running out. See ya! Hey guys, don't forget to like and subscribe to my dad's channel. Otherwise, Joe Biden will come in your closet and sniff your hair.
Hey guys, Conversations That Matter is a show hosted by Alex Newman at thenewamerican.com. This is where he has conversations with a whole bunch of people in interview form, and these conversations are dealing with people that the mainstream media really doesn't want you to hear from, but Alex Newman will interview them and you'll get to hear from them. And these are things that could actually save your life or save our liberty as well. So check out Conversations That Matter at thenewamerican.com.